0: Good morning, and welcome to SJL Daily. This is Christy Rovers, and today's reading is from 2 Kings chapters 12 through 14. We will focus specifically on chapter 14, verses 23 through 27. In this chapter, the author writes a brief description of the era which includes the 41-year reign in the northern kingdom of Jeroboam II, which was from 793 to 752 BC. These were days of prosperity for both kingdoms, Israel and Judah. In fact, together they would obtain nearly the same territory dimensions as in the days of King David. However, God's blessings were taken for granted. The lives of God's people degenerated into open sin in Israel and into an empty formalism in Judah. At this time, God raised up the great writing prophets, one of whom, Jonah, is mentioned here. Let's read that. In the fifteenth year of Amaziah, the son of Joash, king of Judah, Jeroboam, the son of Joash, king of Israel, began to reign in Samaria. And he reigned for forty one years. And he did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. He did not depart from all the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, which he made Israel to send. He restored the border of Israel from labo Hamat, as far as the Sea of Araba, according to the word of the Lord, the God of Israel, which he spoke by his servant Jonah, the son of Amittai, the prophet, who was from Gath-Hefer. For the Lord saw that the affliction of Israel was very bitter, For there was none left, bond or free, and there was none to help Israel. But the Lord had not said that he would blot out the name of Israel from under heaven. so he saved them by the hand of Jeroboam, the son of Joash. This is the word of the Lord. This particular prophecy mentioned in verse 25 is not recorded in the Bible. However, it does pinpoint the time of Jonah's ministry which is important in studying the book of Jonah. It's interesting to note that the Assyrians carried Israel into captivity only 40 to 70 years after the repentance of Nineveh, prompted by Jonah's preaching. This portion also shows the faithfulness of God, despite Israel's unfaithfulness. He gave complete victory over the Arameans, which gave Israel back its former boundaries. Thus, when Jeroboam II died in 752 BC, he left behind a large kingdom, but its foundation was spiritually rotten. A spiritually rotten foundation leaves a kingdom, a country, a household, or an individual prone to fall. I know this sounds very doom and gloom, but it is a Monday, so I'll say it. Our country's current spiritual foundation seems similar to me. Not to say there aren't devout people walking with the Lord. Of course there are. But it does seem that those who are making decisions in this country, and really the Western world, do not recognize God. They can seem That can seem disheartening if we only watch the news. But if we read my favorite book, Revelation, then we know the end of the story, our story. God wins and so God's people win. His last command for us, Jesus' last command before he ascended, is that all of us are to go and make more of his people, whether in the Middle East or in Target we've been given our instructions and everything we need to do it so let's get busy let's pray abba father thank you for your word today and thank you for reminding us about your movement in the history of your people we ask the holy spirit to remind us today of the blessings you have given our nation as well as ourselves individually our health our wealth and freedom to worship you how, when, and where we choose. May we be stirred to praise you in our dark places, like Paul and Silas, and thus bring others to you. In Jesus' name, amen.